For all you lovers of the Beehive State, welcome to the Utah Fan Club Podcast, where we're spreading the buzz about why Utah is the bee's knees. This western state is quite the hub to learn more. Join with us at the Utah Fan Club. Having the opportunity to interview all these amazing local businesses here in this podcast has given me the desire to start my own. My little corner of the Utah business world is called Reminis Audio, and my desire is to take the hard work out of preserving your memories. So you might be thinking, what exactly is Reminis Audio? Reminis Audio provides the opportunity for you to give a unique, personalized gift. So maybe you're getting your siblings together and you're recording memories of your parents and what you admire about them. Or perhaps it's getting your grandparents to share their advice to their posterity. Or maybe it's a gift to yourself to document your love story, your child's birth story, or the obstacles and trials that you've been able to overcome. The thing that I enjoy most about audio is that you get lost in the story. You stop looking at how the person is dressed or what they look like, and you just focus on the words. With video recording, it's hard to forget that the camera is there staring you down, documenting your every move, But with audio, after a few minutes, you forget the microphones are there, and it's just another conversation. If you're interested, if you want pricing, if you're just curious, head on over to remnisaudio.com. That's R-E-M-I-N-I-S-C-E audio.com. I just want to say thank you for listening to this podcast. And as a sign of my gratitude, you will get 40% off the entire order with the code UTAH40. That code is good for multiple orders until October 1st, 2019. Also, before I forget, we have gift cards as well. So head on over to Remnus Audio, and I hope I get the opportunity to help preserve your memories. Hello, Utah! This is Steph, the ambassador of the Utah Fan Club, and I am here today with our president, Cami. Hello, Utah. That did not sound enthusiastic. I know, I'm sorry. You're a little nervous, it's okay. I know, it's just because I'm with uh, my new favorite person, Brooke. Cami, do you want to tell us, since you're the one that found Brooke and you've been telling everyone how much you love the store Something Borrowed, do you want to tell a little bit about how you discovered the shop? Yeah, I feel like it was fate. Um, no, I was at the rooftop concert series or out to dinner at my friends. I cannot with my friends. I cannot remember what it was, but I was on Center Street and I walked by. I don't think it was open yet because you had said you were moving locations at that time. Um, but I saw just the cute little sign of something borrowed and I was like, oh, cute little wedding dress shop. One day for the future. <laughs> no, <Long laughs> yeah, yeah. Anyway, my friend, she needed to go dress shopping because she just got engaged. <laughs> anyway, we were in Payson and she wanted to go to David's Bridal. And I was like, wait, I think there was a cute little shop on Center Street. We should go there. And we went and Brooke was sitting at the front desk and just so friendly, so easy to talk to. I just felt like I was like walking in and just visiting a close friend. Anyway, Brooke totally made that whole experience so fun for my friend and (laughs) for myself too, just like being there with her. And we got talking with her about her business and how it all started. And I was like, can I please have my sister interview you on her podcast? Because I just love the whole concept of everything. So Brooke Hollihan, 
is here with us and we get to hear how it all began and just her like so creative this idea hi i don't know what to say (laughs) (laughs) okay so brooke do you want to just give us some like background on your life because was owning your own dress shop a dream of yours is that something that you watched yes to the dress and you wanted that or how did it all sort of come back we want the history of it all yeah no I I didn't think that I would ever be in this business at all in fact I'm an opera singer by trade (laughs) so I got my degree in performance and I legit sing opera where did you go to school got my associate's degree at BYU Hawaii and I got my bachelor's degree at UVU yeah so at the end you'll sing for us oh I'll sing anytime okay I'll sing right now if you want can we have you sing the Utah fan club song that we wrote yeah totally (laughs) opera style oh yeah yeah. we should do that can we play this for you have you seen it absolutely okay Okay. yeah totally good okay um so I I that's what I always did and I I teach voice lessons I direct musicals that's kind of my background I I always um thought that I would just teach voice lessons my whole life. Like, I, I think it was, that was kind of my plan, right, is to be a stay-at-home mom and then teach voice lessons in my home. And that, that's what I was going to do. I, I love – I'm very passionate about it. I've been singing since I was very young. So that's that was my plan, cut and dry. So, so then how did this all come about if you yeah. were like – Yeah. So I got married in um, 2016 and if you've been wedding dress shopping, then you will know it is um, nearly impossible to find something that is affordable. Everything is so expensive, and I had such a limited budget. Um, I, my whole wedding budget was what someone could spend on what a wedding dress. And um, so I felt like I had to compromise on on my dress. I felt like I had to get something that I, I didn't really love it was it was a beautiful dress I don't mean to talk badly about it um, <laughs> sometimes sometimes I, I say that I start talking about my dress and 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 this experience and my mom is like your dress was beautiful and I'm like okay my dress was really pretty but it just wasn't what I so did it just not make you feel the way that you expected on your wedding day <laughs> yeah yeah and there were a couple other dresses that I had really wanted but they were like double what I mm. ended up paying for my dress I I just didn't have a great and I didn't have a good wedding dress shopping experience myself right there's a lot of pressure when you go into shops to buy and in fact the place I got my my dress they used to only do trunk shows and then you could go and you could get their dresses half off, which their whole like their whole goal was like modest, affordable dresses. And I was like, yes. So I went, but but the the caveat is you can only go to one trunk show. You can't go to any others. So if you go, you you have to like make a decision right then. And so I went and I was like, I think this is the best I'm gonna get. So I might as well just get it right now. Since then they've actually stopped doing that and then they just sell everything full price now, which I'm so sad about because it's like ruining their whole platform what they started on. So it makes me really sad. That was that was my experience wedding dress shopping. And then about six months after we were married, Facebook Marketplace became a thing. You know, it wasn't a thing before. Although KSL, you know, people go on KSL all the time and I'd seen wedding dresses on KSL before, but with Facebook, it's such a big platform and everyone uses it that I started seeing a lot of people trying to sell or like rent their dresses on their own. And I was like, what a horrible platform. Like, no one wants no one wants to get their wedding dress on Facebook. It's the saddest sentence. No one wants to get their, their wedding <laughs> yeah. dress on Facebook. Because people often ask, don't they ask, like, I mean, both of us have never been married, but I just assume it's a big 
they like where did you get your dress it's so pretty yes yeah. and like it's like, like saying that you got it from a thrift store yeah and like you want to go and you want to have an experience at a bridal shop you want to take people with you you don't want to go to someone's house and try on a dress in their bathroom and feel super awkward you want to go and have an experience and try on multiple dresses and and that's you know that's what you're looking for when you're wedding dress shopping so I I just got this bug in my mind and I, I just I just started thinking I was like what if what if I were to, to buy dresses and then rent them out and I talked to my husband who is an accountant so he's very money-minded and he was like no no we're we're not doing that <laughs> like that's too much that's too much of an expense like we we just got married six months ago like there's no way that we can do that but I could not I could not stop thinking about it I just I felt so strongly like there was a better way to do things and there was all these millions of dresses just sitting in closets all around us doing nothing and what a shame yeah like they should be put to use and there are people that are wanting affordable dresses so we bounced some ideas back and forth and came up with our current model and realized that if we you know housed uh, dresses for people and then rented them out on their behalf consignment and gave them a portion each time that we wouldn't have to spend anything on our inventory but we could still help bring these two people together people that are wanting to do something with their dress after they get married and people that are wanting affordable options i think that is so smart really like when you were explaining your whole what the store was i was like oh my goodness <laughs> <laughs> most people when they come in they have no idea like one of the most frequent questions I get is, how do you source your dresses? And I almost laugh because I feel like it's such an integral part of, of our business model. And for people to come in and not even know, like, what that is, it's it's almost funny to me. But, like, it's it's so important to our business model. Like, we could not do what we do without our consigners. Wait, okay, so I don't understand what do they mean by how do you source your dresses? Yeah, so, so they're like, do you buy dresses from people? Oh. Do you get them from a designer? Do you, you know, they, they kind of ask where where do our dresses come from? Oh, so they don't even know that it's a rental. I mean, they know that we rent them out, but they don't know that these belong to other people oh. and that they're making a portion of the profit each time their so dress is rented. So is that a unique, because like I really don't know anything about the wedding dress industry. Yes. Is that a unique concept? Yes. yes. There are only a couple of places in Utah that rent, period. Some One of the places, they make their own gowns. Um, yeah, I'm going to leave it at that. They make their own gowns. <laughs> And so if you you know if if you don't necessarily like their style then you, you, it's just too bad but the great thing about this is that um we get dresses from all types of designers right so a, a typical wedding dress shop will carry two three maybe four designers mm -hmm. um and then they'll carry like all the styles of that designer but, you know, one designer is going to be very similar in their style. They may be really great, but they're going to be very, you know, very similar dress after dress after dress. And so they're not going to have a ton of variety in what they have. But we get stuff all over, custom-made things, um, stuff that, you know, is is from everywhere. And with that being said, it, it makes our shop have a much more eclectic and diverse um, selection. So how did you locate? So you came up with this idea, but then, because how many dresses do you have now? Yeah. I, you have so many. Yeah. I have just about 500. Okay. Man. Yeah. 500. That's a lot. <laughs> but then how did, how, how did, did it I get to yeah. 500? Yeah. Yeah. Um, how did I start? That's a great question. <laughs> Often people ask me like, you know, how did you start? And I'm like, well, how or why? Because those are completely different questions in my mind. And 
honestly, I just started where I got my inspiration, right? I started contacting people that I have seen that were trying to sell or rent out their dresses on Facebook Marketplace. Smart. And I just, I wrote up a little thing and I said, hey, you know, this, I kind of told them our business model um, and said, we would love to have your dress as part of our collection. Know that we're just starting out. So, you know, it may take some time, but, you know, if you, if you trust us, you know, we will really take care of your dress and, and we'll, we'll do your right. So. Well, and I was just thinking storage wise, it's nice because you're, you're like sort of that they're getting paid if their dress gets rented out, but you're also storing it for them. Absolutely. Like they're, they're, it's a, it's a win-win. Yeah, absolutely. It's a win-win, win, right? Yeah. Win for them, win for me, win for people that are not getting dresses at an affordable price. Yeah. Oh, your dresses are very affordable. Yeah. Like, <laughs> and for the time frame that you, they rent for like a week at. Right? Yeah. So they rent for a week, but weddings aren't all contained in one week, right? Like you need to dress for bridals or you need to dress for other receptions. A lot of people are from out of state, so they do open houses or receptions in other states. And so, you know, if people want to take them out any additional times, they're more than welcome to. They can take it out as many times as they want. I think the most I've had is probably four. Somebody took it out four times. But they're not paying the rental fee for each time that they take it out. They're Mm. paying one rental fee and then they're paying just to dry clean the dress after Oh. Okay, I was telling my dad about this model too. And he's like, Dad, like, I, such a simple concept, but like, just genius. Anyway, and he was, um, he said, What happens if somebody damages a dress? Yeah. 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 So if, if something is damaged, but it's repairable, we'll take care of those repairs, right? Like, we have seamstresses. I, I do some sewing and I have an employee that does some sewing. Oh, you do sewing? Yeah. I'm oh. not like, listen, I'm not amazing. I will, I'll say that. But like, I can do small repairs here and there. If it needs more, then I'll just send it off to our seamstress, who is really good. She's fantastic. But if a, da- a dress is damaged beyond repair, right? Like, we cannot fix it, there's nothing we can do. The bride who rents it pays us market value for the dress, Mm. which is 60% of the original cost, which is basically double the rental cost. So it's like they're just paying a second rental cost. And that money all goes to the bride who owns the dress and they get their dress back. So they're still holding on to it, um, even though it's damaged, but they were basically paid market value for their dress. That's nice. Yeah. So they're not really missing out. And plus, they've probably already made money from rentals, too. So they could have, it's almost better to damage it out because then they make way more. But, you know, it's not as much of a risk because they know that they have some insurance. We also have insurance on all of our addresses as well. So in case something happens, like in store, say our store burst into flames, um, we have insurance to cover all that. And we would just pay out all of our consigners as well. I mean, Heavens that hopefully this never Yeah, hopefully happen. that does not happen. <laughs> so when a bride is coming and getting a dress, they know that if something's damaged, then they have to pay. Yeah, so in our rental contract, it like there's a replacement cost if, if ever we needed to replace a dress. And I do offer to the uh, the brides who can sign the dress, if I can, to I, I say I can either give all of this money to you or I can try to replace your dress um, in the same size. I've only had that happen once and the bride opted because I found the same dress in the same size and the bride opted to have me replace it. So now she still has the dress. It's you know the exact same dress. So. Yeah. That's so has that happened, happened a lot then? No, no, it's only happened once. Oh. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Everything else we've been able to pretty much fix, which is good. So I'm just curious, like, like when it gets damaged, is it like a stain or like someone steps on the tree? Because yeah. I was once in a mosh pit with my sister-in-law <laughs> and it was her wedding and I accidentally stepped on her dress and it knocked her down, but it could, sorry, Sandy, but it could have. <laughs> 
it could have taken she's our fan club recruiter it could have taken her like i could have ripped the dress you know yeah. like, i've learned not to mosh pit with brides anymore. <laughs> yeah no things things do happen i'd say like the least common are stains and our dry cleaner can get things out like you would be shocked at what can come out of dresses Ooh. um some people bring a dress back and they're like i don't think any of this is gonna come out and i'm like oh you're fine like it'll be okay even like red rock dirt oh yeah absolutely really? yeah red rock is not a problem so do you have one dry cleaner that you use yes okay. we use byu laundry they're the best prices and they work with us really well so um mm-hmm. we just stick with them and they're close by so makes it convenient so how come you moved locations because you just barely moved yeah so we just moved on to center street and the simple answer which is, is great because it's know, center street it's beautiful <laughs> listen we have always wanted to be on center street our our love story kind of began on Center Street. Oh, I love this. So, <laughs> and we got married in the Provo City Center Temple. So it's a very sentimental place to us. In fact, the shop that we're in now, it used to be like this vintage clothing store. And on our first, well, I'll say our first good date, um, <laughs> we actually ventured in there and like played like a video game in there But while we were waiting to go to Station 22, which is actually like the first night that we kissed and it was just really wonderful. So we have a lot of sentimental attachment to the downtown area, especially Center Street. That's cool. So, okay, I want to hear a little bit about your love story. So how, what's your husband's name? How did you guys meet? I didn't even tell you how. We'll go back to that. Yeah. I'll go back. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We'll go back. Yeah, we're all about <laughs> tangents on this podcast. Think heavens, because so am I. Um, okay, so my husband and I met in the Provo Temple during an endowment session. Oh. It's kind of a long and drawn out story, which I won't go into all of it. At, at the end of it, we ended up parking next to each other in the parking lot and um, striking up a conversation there. But we had seen each other uh, throughout the, the session. So Gave little winks? Yeah, <laughs> seriously. <laughs> um, so that, that's how we met. Um, he got my number. He is like eight and a half years older than me, though. So he like immediately like discounted me. Like we went on one date and he had already like in his mind discounted me. He was, was this like, the not good date? Yeah. <laughs> so we went on one date and he and it was it was bad because he was like not even thinking he had found out my age like after we had already exchanged numbers and set up a date. So then we went on this date. Did he ask you your age? How did he find so, out your age? He asked you what year you graduated. No, no. no. Actually, I asked him when his birthday was. Oh. And then he was like, it's actually next week. And I was like, oh, how old would we be? And he told me. And then he's like, how old are you? And so then I was like, oh, I'm <laughs> a, a bit younger than that. It's, <laughs> it doesn't bother me now. But, um, it, you know, when you first meet somebody, there's always that, like, weird, you don't want to seem awkward by, like, going for somebody that's way out of your age range. So he had totally discounted me. And when <laughs> when he dropped me off after our first date, I literally had to be like, uh, so are you going to go and give me a hug? Like, are you going to give me a hug? <laughs> and he was like, oh, sure, I guess. <laughs> I was like, okay. <laughs> I am probably worse at first impressions than he is because he's, he's like really good right off the bat. And um, he's very funny. He's got a, a really good sense of humor. And so I, even though he was like never going to ask me out again, I was still interested in him. Mm. So I had just like invited him over uh, for a game night and he said he wasn't, he was sick. It was like a Sunday. I used to host these game nights at my, at my house. And I was like, well, you, you know, you're just in time. Cause I just made a huge pot of homemade soup. So 
can I, you know, if you're sick, <laughs> Smooth, can Brooke. I bring you, I, literally, I had already made it. I was like, can I bring you some, some soup? And he's like, uh, you're crazy, but sure. You're what we called in college cookie prostitute. Yeah. The girls that went and they're like, hey. I sincerely, though, like I just a made soup. the soup from myself and my roommate. But then we realized there was way too much. And then I texted him and he was like, oh, I'm sick. And I'm like, well, you have good timing, really. Um, so I took him the soup and he calls it the soup that wooed his heart. Well, and it really only was like, well, since you brought me soup, I owe you another date. Oh. So, so then we went on another date and it was like... Really good. That was the vintage store. That was store. the vintage. Yeah, that's when we went down. And uh, Station 22. So and Station 22. Yes. So really I was, good. I was really not expecting that first kiss, actually. Like, he went to drop me off. And I, like, went in for a hug. And he went in for a kiss. And I was like, oh, my gosh. I guess we're doing this thing now. <laughs> You're like, remember last date where you were going to give me a hug? <laughs> I know. That's why I was so shocked. I was like, you didn't want to give me a hug. Why is that? I was shocked, but listen, now we're married. We've been married for three years, and we have a one-year-old daughter who is like the sweetest little munchkin. She's adorable. We love her. And I think that like if you are interested in somebody, like it's not like it's not a bad thing to like keep reaching out, you know, even if it may seem like they didn't like you initially, like they probably just didn't know you, and that's the truth. Um, It's hard to know somebody after just one date, so... Noted. <laughs> Thank you. That's cool though that you're you have the store that you had your like yes. Yeah, turn your date on. I know, I know. So we actually we moved locations in short because our previous shop was too small. We outgrew it so quickly and we were not expecting that. So we moved in initially we actually were doing it out of our home. We moved into a house that would accommodate the shop specifically, right? So when you walked in, it only looked like a bridal shop. It didn't look like people lived there. It was gorgeous. It had, you know, it was still downtown Provo, but it, and it was only like five blocks away from Center Street. So okay. we were still in that area. We knew where we wanted to be. We've always wanted to be down there. But, um, you know, we had to start small. And I think that's uh, that's kind of where you, you have to do, right? When you're starting something, you got to start small. You got to start where you can and you build from there. So we started in our house about nine months after after we started in our house, we moved to a bigger location on University Avenue right off of Center. And it was it was a great starting place for us. Like it gave us a ton of, of uh, visibility that we didn't have in our home. Um, it just allowed us to do a lot more. I think in the first month that we moved into even our smaller shop, we saw like 125% growth, I think, mm. in our business. That's well, awesome. Well, and the first time being in this like actual shop that's not in your house, you're yes. so excited. Oh you're my like, gosh. This is my idea, and here's like the building. I know. I'm like, look, I have a brick and mortar store, and yeah. like people can come, and and I feel like people trust us a lot more when you you know when you're oh, in an yeah. actual location uh-huh. that's not as sketchy. Yeah, yeah. I see what it looks like now. Is that what it looked like on University Avenue? Because no. I didn't see it before. So it was it was much much. Like you say smaller, but like it's so cute now. Like it really is. So we still tried to make it cute, right? Uh But there was like tiled ceilings and like Uh a carpeted floor, which you just can't get past, Mm -hmm. especially when you're not willing to put like a ton of money into renovating when you know you're not going to be there forever. But we still had a lot of cute elements. Like we had a, a mirror, like a mirror collage wall and we had, you know, we had nice racks and, and good furniture so it was it was it still you did what you could yeah did what we could in the space that Uh we had 
but it going back, it looks like a broom closet. <laughs> compared to our, our yeah, your space. new location is so cute. Oh, thank wow. you. Yeah, yeah, we moved because of space. When I moved in, when I moved into that smaller location, I had eighty dresses, um, and that was just a year and a couple months ago. Really? So yeah. You wow. Grown fast. Yeah. So I've gained four hundred ish dresses in about wow. a year. Is your dress in? The, oh yeah, uh, okay. it is. But I don't. I don't have people try it on very often because I don't love it. Which is maybe like I feel like maybe I'm biased. But if I feel like somebody likes it or they specifically ask for it, then I'll definitely have them try it on. But I often find that I pull different things. Right? I pull things that I like better, things that I think are higher quality, things that I I wish I could have worn. Well, I just was so impressed. We walked in and you asked my friend like, okay, what are you thinking? And then you just went and grabbed and like <laughs> you had, but you had like dresses that you were like, oh yeah, we totally have those things. Like just a great variety of dresses. Have you just learned along the way? Like, okay, this is this type of waist and this is this. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, I, it's not like I knew a ton about wedding dresses beforehand, but as you, you know, I, I did a lot of research um, beginning, mm. especially, you know, I probably knew like silhouettes, right? I'm like, I know, what, I know what a mermaid is. I know what a trumpet is. I know what a ball gown is, but it really just comes down to knowing my dresses. And I've seen every single one of them come into my shop. And so that's kind of the benefit that I have. I've, I've hired on some employees since, since then, since I started and it's harder for them to, because they, they're coming into 500 new dresses that they now have to learn. And for me, it's been, I know, I know what this dress is. I know who owns this dress. I know what it looked mm. like on them. So it's easy for me to, you know, when they describe what they want to get a feel for what I have in my stock, because I know my dresses really well. Um, I've, I just have a lot of personal connections with her. You're like your adopted children. Yeah, they are. <laughs> it's weird, but it's true. <laughs> well, okay. This is because, I mean, Steph has dabbled in her own business and like I'm trying to do my own thing. And coming up with the name was so hard for me. So when I asked you, because one, I like saw it and then I didn't understand it when I went in to it. I just knew it was a wedding dress shop. But then understanding what your model was mm -hmm. and hearing the name something borrowed i was like oh my gosh brooke this is like seriously so creative thank you so please tell us how did this come about okay so my name i'm i am not gonna lie i it, it was in a dream it came to me in a dream i woke up in the middle of the night okay originally we were gonna call our shop our shop uh blushing bridal which is still cute yeah, yeah. it's it's cute yeah. And, but I was like never like in love with it. Mm -hmm. And I woke up one night, I even have some mock, like from the very beginning, some mock logos of like what I was thinking or kind of planning. I woke up in the middle of the night and I was like, something borrowed. <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh my gosh, it's perfect. And I, I wrote it down and I fell back asleep. And then the next morning I like, I started having second doubts about it. And I was like, is this good? No, it was Because I, I thought about brilliant. it in, in the middle of the night. Anyway, and it just, it fit everything so well. It fit what we do. It fit, it fit what we wanted to convey. And I think it just ended up being perfect. I know. And then the cute little blue dress, like it just goes <laughs> so with like the whole something borrowed, something blue. Wait, what's the thing? Yeah, what's something, the something old, something new, something <laughs> borrowed, something blue. blue. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I just, oh, so cute. So <laughs> simple. So cute. Yeah. 
So has this been a partnership with you and your husband? Yeah, absolutely. I don't think I could have, I wouldn't have even dreamed of venturing into this without him. He is, you know, he's an accountant, like I said. So he's very business minded and I am very creatively minded. And so um, I take care of all the customers, right? And I take care of all the creative things. It's fun for me to like, it's like playing dress up every day. It, it seriously is so fun to just, um, it's almost like a puzzle. Like someone comes in and you're like, try to figure out like, what is the essence of who you are, mm-hmm. right? Like, what are you? And, and what dress conveys that? So that's in my mind, even though I don't tell that to people, that's what I'm doing. <laughs> so even if they don't ask for something specific, but I think I've kind of nailed their style or their essence, I'll start to pull things that maybe they didn't ask for, but that I could see them in. And you're so good at making them feel like that. Maybe I've watched a few Say Yes to the Dress <laughs> episodes. But just like that whole, like you're good at providing that experience for the bride as well. Like, because I went with my sister-in-law wedding dress shopping and I don't know, like I, I just, there that is a big moment in your wedding preparation, as silly as it sounds, but it is like, yeah. Because you do, you watch episodes, shows like that or whatever, and you, I think you do a fantastic job of making it something that they've like, I don't know, pictured, envisioned in their mind. Yeah, I mean like – Sorry, I keep hitting the table. My bad. Fire. This is like the one dress you look forward to most. Yeah. I mean, you wear a lot of dresses in your life, but this is the one that like trumps all other dresses, really. And so it's it's important, and it and it doesn't only symbolize who you are, but it also symbolizes the the love that you have with your fiance or a future spouse. And so it, it's not just a, it's not just something that you wear; it, it has emotional attachments to it. And I knew that when we were going into this, because of my own experiences, that the most important thing to me would be the experience um, and creating that experience for other people and making sure that they had the best possible experience, the experiences that I wish that I could have had. I just think it's important. I think that that's, that's a huge part of, of uh, wedding dress shopping is the experience of it. As you're talking, though, and you're talking about how important this dress is, I just picture you know, different times in my life where I want to find something that I love, but I don't. And then sometimes I just want to cry because then it brings up all the flaws that I didn't even realize that I had. And, you you know, know, like, Mm -hmm. and so have you found that sometimes for women, it's an emotional experience too, if they aren't finding the right dress and how do you help them? Yeah, totally. There, there are times that like, we just don't have what's right for them, you know? And, and I try not to put any pressure on them. I think that's maybe the key is that like, if, if you go into a store and you're trying to find something and the person there is like, well, you know, you really need to get one of these and you got to do it right now or else too bad, right? Like it's, you're not going to feel good at all. And if you go into a store and somebody is like, you know what, uh, let's try these things on. You don't have to like any of them and that's okay. Let's just see how they look. And then I'm going to pull some other things for you. I'm going to, I'm going to help you kind of find it along the way. If we don't find it, that's okay. I want you to have your dream dress. If it's somewhere else, go find it. Good luck. I wish you well. But I also think you, like, that was so beautifully said, but also, like, when I went with my friend and she was nitpicking her body too, you were so good at being like, just love your body. Like, you were so good at just being like, you look great. And, like, 
you don't have to change because she was talking about like, oh, maybe I'll just uh, lose a few inches here and there. And you're like, the dress looks great on you as is. You don't need to change anything about you. And I just was like, wow, yeah, listen to Brooke. (laughs) (laughs) I try to be so body positive. A lot of places, like right when you get those, they like strap you into a corset or do all these things. And I... I have always tried to remain very body positive, right? It's like if you there, there's a level of like we all have our insecurities, and if you want to cover some of those insecurities, great, let's do that. But just know you're beautiful either way. Um, and if you want to lose weight to make yourself feel better, okay, but you don't need to. Mm-hmm. This fits you great. You're amazing. We, I'll let it out for you. Like you don't need to worry so much about like changing your body to fit the stress let's let's make it work for you because you look great as you are so you don't need to worry about changing who you are because you're beautiful as is and that's what your fiance really loves Amen. Yeah, and I mean, Cammy and I, we just recently did a podcast interview on another podcast, Notable Peeps, about body image yes. and self-worth and divinity of women, and I absolutely love that that's everything that you're sharing with these women, <laughs> because mm-hmm. especially, like, as you're sitting there, as your friend was sitting there being like, oh, well, if I lost some weight here or whatever, like, and Brooke's saying, like, oh, you look great as is. I know, like, I it's like... Just, you are the perfect person for her right now, Brooke. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> and like, it's true. We all have our insecurities, right? Mm-hmm. Me me included. I definitely do. I, I to, For someone to just let you know that like, you know what? Your body is amazing and you don't need to try and change your body to make it look great because it already does. Mm-hmm. You've already done it. Achieved. And the person that you're getting married to, they love you. They like, love it. They love yeah. your body. Achieved. Yeah. You've done it. Yeah. <laughs> no worries. So you said that a big thing for you is to create this experience so have you and you talked about how you had nice furniture and stuff what Mm -hmm. and you're being body positive and you're greeting everyone yeah but is this i mean i've never been to a wedding drop dress shop location but i just picture champagne next time you're in provo you're coming with me to something (laughs) so we had our shop our new shop yeah she has champagne there (laughs) (laughs) we don't have champagne but we do have martinelli's um no we we have some really beautiful chandeliers um we are our mirrors are surrounded by floral arches mm-hmm. um nice tall drapery on our changing rooms, changing rooms. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of gold accents i wanted i wanted this new shop to feel like you were at your own wedding so that mm-hmm. when you're standing there looking at dresses that you can really picture yourself being at your wedding I a lot of shops do not look great at all they have just they don't look they don't put yeah, they're very plain they're yeah. very plain uh-huh. very bland it's such a it's such a contrast because it's like they're, they're trying on these really elegant dresses but like the shop itself is like just kind mm-hmm. of derpy so I wanted to make sure that we had enough luxury in our in our place to make it count <laughs> and is there room for like Friends and oh, absolutely. Moms, so sit and- we can comfortably accommodate four brides at once. And I would say with those four brides, like I would say comfortably three large parties. It's it's plenty big. And the way we've um, structured it and laid it out, it has a really nice flow. And there's enough space for you to see and for the bride to walk around and to feel comfortable. So 
Yeah, I didn't know that's what you were trying to achieve of feeling like you're at your own wedding. And I think you've done a really good job of that. <laughs> now that I'm like, oh, yeah. The best compliment nice, yeah. I've received is somebody came in and they're like, this looks like Pinterest. And I'm like, yes. <laughs> you're like, I've achieved my dreams. <laughs> I love it. Pinterest shop. <laughs> but I think, too, what I love about it is that you are, I mean, and I don't know if you work every single day there but so yeah what are your hours <laughs> so our hours are 11 to 6 monday through friday and 10 to 6 on saturdays okay um we do have hours outside of that open appointment times outside of that we're just not like open to the public so i have some employees that take appointments as early as nine o'clock so if you go on our website you can see all of our open appointment availability but we're there for sure between 11 and 6 every day okay but are you there every day i I try to take one day off in the week. My- Which you have one day off. Okay. <laughs> Which my husband, like today was supposed to be my day off. Um, Thank you uh, for coming here on your day <laughs> off. <laughs> oh, no, it's fine. Actually, that's why I scheduled it for today no. is so that I was like, okay, great. Like, I know that I'll be free. But um, I still went in today for a couple hours. And my hus- I talked to my husband on the phone. He's like, what are you doing there? He's like, just close up the shop. Write a note. Tell people that you're not there. And I'm like, but I feel like I need to be here. And he is he's, he takes care of me in way better than I do. So he's like, go home. Close the shop. If someone needs something, they'll call you. But, like, just go home. You're, you're okay. You're okay to take a day for yourself. And you need to take a day for yourself. I'm going to protect it for you. So Good. I take one day off a week. I try to take one day off a week. So, I mean, this is like your baby and this is your excitement and you love seeing these brides. I'm sure that when you see them in their dresses, when you see these pictures and everything, it's like so rewarding. So is it hard for you to hand that to employees sometimes on your day off and be like, (laughs) I trust you (laughs) to make this an experience? And and how did you find those employees? So the short answer is no, because I have amazing employees. Um, I... I hired my first employee really as an assistant because I was going to have a baby. So I had a baby a year ago and it was like right in the middle of wedding season, right? It was like June. (laughs) Yeah, Uh, peak time. So peak time for weddings. And I was very, 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 very pregnant. And knowing that like this is not only just a baby, but my first baby. So like a ton of adjusting that has to go into this. And um I was talking to a a close friend of mine who I have worked with in musical theater a lot. And I I was just talking to her and I was like, I don't know what I'm going to do. I just, I need to find somebody, but I need, I really need to trust somebody because I feel like it, it's not just, I can't just hire anybody, you know? And she was originally going to be going to Nauvoo to perform in the Nauvoo pageant, but they didn't end up hiring her that summer. And she was like, well, I need a job this summer. And I said, you're, the perfect person for it. She is so bubbly. She's like seriously the kindest human on the planet. I hired her and she really took over the shop for me for a couple of months after I had my baby. When my baby was about eight weeks old, I started bringing her with me and would just strap her onto me and just work like normal. Um, And it wasn't until just in the past when we moved into our new location that I hired on somebody else. Um, and we did, you know, we, we interviewed a a handful of people and, um, the thing that's most important is just like their personality, right? Like, can they be personable? Can they care about other people? Can they, 
because that ex like everything else can come right anyone else can learn how to use a computer you can learn about body types you can learn about dresses but you can't really learn charity you can't really learn how to be just a nice individual mm -hmm. and really we're just trying to be nice to people <laughs> it's, it's as simple as that and my employees are so 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 good at what they do that I have no problems leaving it in their hands because I know that they do amazing work I love that you are present still I don't know like as years go on and it gets bigger because it's oh, gonna gosh, get bigger I hope to always be present. <laughs> but I just like I love that I walked in and you were sitting at the front desk and like that you were the one who we got to interact with. And granted, yeah. there it could have been your other two employees that we were. That personal, like, this is your business, but you're still going to interact with people. I just... Well, and it's, but it's probably because you love it. Mm -hmm. I That's do. probably your favorite part. I do. I love it so much. Like, I get such a fulfillment out of helping people, like, do something that I didn't get. And not that it's all about me, but, like, I, I just, I want to create a space for them. And I want to create an opportunity for them. So that's what I'm doing. And my husband, when we first started, I don't think he, I've worked in retail for so many years. So like that part of it is easy for me, right? Like I've done that a lot. And my husband had never seen me like that before. So when we first started doing it, even out of our home, he would like stay in our bedroom and just listen to me doing appointments. And I'd get done with him. He's like, you are really good he's <laughs> like you're, you're really good at this and I'm like yeah I have done this for a bit I know what I'm doing like all those years that maybe you were like <laughs> why am I doing this I it's all paid off now oh all the shirts I folded up for everyone <laughs> <laughs> so many shirts Um, Brooke, do you have any deals that you would like to give to the listeners of the Utah Fan Club? Yes, I would. I uh, clearly, hopefully you can gather from this interview that like I'm all about helping the brides. Girl, I am here for you. Um, I, <laughs> please come in. If you rent a dress with us, I'd love to give you a free veil rental. Just mention the podcast and I am down. Girl, I will give you a free veil. Whoa, that is great. I mean, you're, wow, that's awesome. <laughs> Do you want an expiration date on that? <laughs> no. No, you're just like, okay. Okay, well then. All right, I'll send this out to all my future marriage friends. <laughs> we know where we're going for our bell rental. <laughs> Not just bell rental, dress rental. Brooke, thanks so much for giving the listeners that discount. And I love your Instagram. Thank you. So I work so hard on that. So part of the reason I love it, too, is because we have the same style with the colors going Oh, yeah. And it's fun because I don't really see Instagrams like that where you have all the colors together. And yeah. so I've just really liked that about yours. That is a recent addition to my really? Instagram. Like within the past maybe four months. Ooh, well, it looks good. Yeah, thank you. But then looking at, so looking at all these dresses on here, I mean, like, they are stunning dresses, you know? Like, you wouldn't look at that and be like, oh, yep, that's a rental. So are those pictures of the actual, like, the bride or the person who rented the dress? So there is a combination of things in there, quite a few. So there is a combination of um, brides who rent the dress, consigners who give us their dresses, and also like models as well. So people that we, photographers that we've collaborated with, 
um, that have, you know, taken our dresses and made some beautiful art with them, which I'm all about. I'm all about the creative. So, well, I think you're also really good at collaborating with other people. Cause I was talking to you about someone that I knew who catered and was like, Oh, how can they get on your website? And you're just so like, let's just work together and help. We're all in this together. Like, I love that, Brooke. Like I love that. Yeah. No, but that's, all in that's what this podcast is about is we want to be able to connect people with like cool businesses and, and different things. And I noticed, I was like, Oh, I know that blue backdrop. And one of these pictures was taken at White Space Studios. Yes. Which we interviewed. I love White Space. White Space, I love you. So that's fun too. The Instagram is something borrowed bridal. So check that out because most of these dresses they can rent at your store. Oh, right? All of them. They're oh, all, all of them. I mean, that's like a catalog. That's like the JC Penney catalog. <laughs> I mean, it is. You know, like, yeah. Just get on Instagram. <laughs> just you know, scroll through. You can even look on the ones we're tagged in too. That's awesome. Sweet. Yeah. And our website is www.somethingborrowedbridals.com. That is with an S at the end of bridals. And where's your address on Center Street? It's 26 West Center Street. It's right in between Station 22 and Comedy Sports, right across the street from the temple. The most glorious view of the temple you can ever have. That is a great location. It really is. Listen, we know. (laughs) (laughs) You're like, that's over there. Yeah. So awesome because we are so excited about this. So, <laughs> so you've talked a lot about like the rewards of being this entrepreneur, you know, yeah. that you're able to help people. But what have been some of the challenges? Oh, good question, <laughs> Steph. Yeah. So but some fine. of the challenges of like Well, and I'm glad you asked that because I'm thinking like, oh wow, yeah, she thought of the idea and it just was easy peasy and it's just <laughs> blossomed into this lovely thing. Yeah. I so some of the hardest things I'd say are like finding good relationships, like people that you really trust, right? Like finding a, a dry cleaner that we really trust, that we trust their work. We know they're always gonna do quality work for us and they're not gonna like overcharge us. And finding a seamstress that I really, like, that was so vital to me because I don't own these dresses, right? Mm-hmm. I have to trust somebody else and say, I I trust you to change these dresses in a way that's going to not damage the dress at all. It's going to preserve them. And luckily, I found just the most... The How best. did you find her? Honestly, I... Or him. Sorry that know, I assumed girl, that. Girl, yeah. <laughs> Her name is Morelia Diaz. Um, She owns the alteration shop in Orem. I found them through just a referral. I asked BYU Laundry. I said, who do you know that does wedding dress alterations? They gave me a list of people. And they they said, this person does things fast. And this person does things well, really, really well. And I said, I'll take the well done ones. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) So I, I went to her and I kind of explained our business model. And I said, all of our alterations would need to be temporary. Is that something that you're comfortable with? Oh, so you can t- take the yeah yeah. It's very easy to remove the alteration. Yeah. Uh-huh. Okay. And so, and she's she's like, yeah, of course, that's no problem. And I said, great. <laughs> Wait, so if it's temporary, I mean, like, what if I'm moving and I'm dancing? Is the dress gonna like? No, no, they're so secure, and you'd be like, she does the most amazing work. It's she just she takes the fabric in, but she just doesn't cut any of them. So then we can take take it back out when we need to. Oh. Cool. Yeah. So it's done really well. And, um, you know, she doesn't, you know, there's not any weird damaging that happens with the dresses. Um, we do have a few consigners that are like, I don't want my dress altered. And we respect that, you know, it's your dress. I'm not going to do anything with it that you don't want me to do. So 
But were were there any? So that also sounds like it was magical how everything <laughs> fell into place for that. Well, it were there hiccups along that? Yeah, okay. totally. Like initially, I was so worried about finding somebody that I I like tried to do some alterations myself, and I was like, nope, never doing that again. <laughs> Cannot. Um, so just making sure that like I found the right partners was definitely it was like a stressor for me. And then the other thing, which is kind of an always, is um. You know, like just trying to help ease situations where there may be tension with your customers and trying to go above and beyond and make sure that um, you're doing whatever you can. I mean, especially with your wedding, like that's that's a no joke situation, right? Like everything has to go smoothly and it's kind of on me to make sure that that happens, mm-hmm. um, especially with rentals where I see them so many times, right? It's it's not like I'm just selling a dress and I'm like, okay, see ya. I'm never going to see you again. It's like, I'm going to see you now. And then I'm going to make sure your dress is dry cleaned before your bridals. And then I'm going to make sure it's dry cleaned before your wedding and that there's no damages and that you have it and that it fits you and that you have it in time. And so, um, of course, it's with anything, like there are situations that arise that are either out of my control or things that we've done wrong. Of course, there are things we've done wrong. We're human. That's how it works. Um, it's not necessarily about the things you do right or wrong, but the the way that you fix them that really matters. Mm. Yeah, no, agreed. I love that. And I love that you own up to like, we've done stuff wrong, you know, because yeah, I totally. feel like when businesses can admit that, like of, hey, that was our fault. I, I love to go back to them because they're admitting yeah. like, hey, we're human too, just like what you said. Well, and I had, I mean, I'll, I'll tell you guys my most recent fl- flender, flumber whatever mm-hmm. that word is. Yeah. <laughs> um, we recently switched from a paper to an electronic system for our rentals, which has been a lifesaver. Oh, yeah. Um, but in switching over all of the rentals that we had in our paper system, we missed one. And so this girl came to pick up her dress and it wasn't in the shop. It was out. It was rented out. No. And it was not going to be coming back before her wedding, nor was it dry cleaned or anything. So, you know, I, I owned up to it. I said, you know, Clearly, this is our fault. I'm going to refund you everything that you've paid, and you can pick any dress in the shop that you want. Take it right now. And she found one that she yeah, liked? she did. In fact, I think it was a better dress. Oh, I was like, <laughs> please tell me she found one that she liked. She did. Yeah, okay. no, she, she found one that she really loved, and I, you know, of course, I was so apologetic. I felt horrible. Like, yeah. there's nothing you can do to, like, make that, like, that's the worst thing that could happen with a dress rental, you know? Yeah. And luckily I have 500 other beautiful dresses in shop that I, you know, we can, you will have a dress for your wedding for sure. And I think that she got a prettier dress. But maybe that was a blessing. Like maybe she's struggling with money and <laughs> yeah, praying to know what to do and her yeah. dress gets lost and she gets even better one. You know, you right. never know. You never, yeah, you never know. So um, it, it worked out and they were like, I, they were like, I'm so grateful with how you handled the situation. It just made it so much better. And I, you know, of course I'm like, well, like it's, it's my job to do yeah. that. It's my job to take care of you. I'm not going to charge you for a dress that you, that yeah. I didn't, I didn't reserve, like I didn't do my part. I didn't yeah. own up to my part on this. So I'm not going to charge you for that. Brooke, I love that you are about the people, like 100%. It's about the people and the experience and just like, I, I, yeah, I love love you and what you stand for <laughs> literally I do I walked in and I was like can I just work here so that I can work by you <laughs> well I'll what, submit my application later told me to, I mean she doesn't get that excited about usually I'm like want to do this podcast she's like I guess since I'm the president I'll fulfill my presidential duties 
she, like, I reached out to you and I was like, yeah. Steph, I have someone. She I was like super excited. I was like, hey, you know, I trust you. If you're this excited. <laughs> but just being here with you tonight and, and seeing your personality and just your warmth. I'm like, oh. When I get that ring, I'm like, I know where I'm going. Oh, come on. It might be a while, but. Well, whatever. Even, like, it's fine. We know a lot of single ladies. Yeah. So. <laughs> And even for you married ladies, if you've got a dress in oh, your Oh, yeah, closet. sorry. Yeah, we need to talk to our sister-in-law. Seriously, yeah. listen, we're, for, we're here for everyone, right? If you've been married, if you're going to be married, we're here. We got you. And that's nice because that's, like, money that you aren't doing. It's a very passive yeah. income. Like, people are always, like, wondering how they can have that side hustle. Yes. Yeah. So Something borrowed is how you can have that side <laughs> hustle. <laughs> so question for you. Are you going to expand to suits one day? Oh, oh Steph. Probably are. not. I would not have looked comfortable with suits. But initially we thought about it because like my husband bought his suit. He yeah. got a custom suit. And we're like, what if we did suits? And very quickly we were like, mm, no. Nope. Wait, but doesn't he wear his suit? He does. So, that's, that's why the I'm thing like, with no, guys is that like. Oh, that makes they sense. do wear their suits afterwards. So, like, I would say, men buy a suit and make it an investment. Get a good freaking suit and wear it. Like, that makes sense. That's all our brothers still wear their wedding yeah, suits. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So that makes like a wedding just or to another wedding. Appropriate time to wear your wedding dress other than your unless you're like a dead bride for Halloween. So yeah, seriously. Sometimes I'm like, honey, can can we just dress up in one of like I'll wear one of our dresses. Let's just do like a styled shoot. And he's like. No, like we're like no. We got married three years ago. That's dumb. And I'm like, no, it's not. I want to wear some of these dresses. Please let me wear them. I have thought though, if we were going to expand, um, of expanding into other locations, up probably into Rexburg and down into St. George, um, and possibly expanding into like formal gowns, so like prom dresses. Ooh, um, because that's brilliant. Those are other things that kind of just sit there and do nothing. But there's like the Dress Collective is a is a formal gown rental place in Orem, and I'm like, ah, eh, I don't really need to compete with that. You guys got yeah. it. You're good. So as far as like going into it right now, I don't think that'd be a thing. But maybe in one of our expanded areas, I think it would be more popular. Where so. they don't have something Where like they don't have something like, like that. that. Yeah. Brooke, I am so excited to see what happens with something borrowed. <laughs> really, like I just I I literally because I because you reach all all girls of those who have been married, those who will be married. And I just think that it, and again, that you are about the people that it's just like goodness. When you give goodness, it comes back to you. And I feel like it's just going to expand and be really great. And oh gosh, I hope so. I just am trying to give this world some goodness. I don't need it back. I'll just give it. It's fine. Oh, and that's why you're going to get it back. <laughs> <laughs> so, so if you want to have your dress in her shop, if you want to, be able to rent a dress from your shop, or if you're a vendor, a wedding vendor, and you're wanting to collaborate, contact Brooke. What's the best way for them to reach you, Brooke? Either probably, either by email, brooke at somethingborrowedbridals.com, or just calling me. My number is 801-661-6622. It's on Google, so you can find me too. <laughs> but yeah, it's in the public. <laughs> <laughs> and go just stop by the, the store too. It's so cute, and... I mean, Center Street is fun to walk you down. You can come so. by and, and gush about it and make me feel good. That's totally a <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'll, I'll come by later this week. <laughs> and thanks for just being a cool business in Utah yeah. County. Yes, yeah. I'm so happy. I love it. 
Well, thanks for listening, Utah. We're so happy that we were able to meet with Brooke today. And stay tuned because we're going to get to hear Brooke's special talent. And we're going to spice up our Utah song with Brooke's lovely voice. If you love the Beehive State, we're here to tell you why it is great. From Lake Powell up to Bear Lake, our scenery you just can't fake. Our number of counties is 29, all with plenty of places you can dine. This western state is quite the hub to learn for join with us at the Utah Fan Club.